Mano para po. Yata bilang po. Mano para po. Hey there, mga ka-UAPSAN! This is your host, Jake Servasio from UAPSA USD. And today, we are still celebrating UAPSA's 28th National Congress entitled, Natayaman ni Galadong Saksi sa Paglago ng Sarili at Bayan. This season of UAPSA Litaan is entitled, Pamana, UAPSA Litaan Natong 2022 Special. And for today's episode, we have our special guest speaker from the Architectural Heritage Student Society of Mapua University. Our guest speaker was the former UAPSA National President for fiscal year 2020 to 2021, and her humble beginnings date back to her 10 years as the UAPSA Ateneo de Davao University Chapter Auditor, Chapter President, and eventually as the Regional District Directress for UAPSA District D1. Now, as UAPSA's immediate past National President, she continues to work towards heritage advocacy, having trained with Grupo Kalinangan, ECOMAS Malaysia, and the NextGen Leadership Program under the Ramon Magsaysay Award Foundation Transformative Leadership Institute, and recently with Escuela Talier de Filipinas Foundation Incorporated. Currently, she's pursuing a career still in the line of arts and culture at the Cultural Center of the Philippines. Again, let's all welcome Ms. Maxine Lombera. Hi everyone! Yay! Good to be back! Ayan, is there something that you would like uh, to say to us to introduce yourself to the audience, Ms. Max? Well, kilala niyo naman ako na from you UAPSA talaga. And I'm just so happy to be back. And wala kang masabi, maybe later you can get to know me more about what I do in line with Heritage. So ayan, thanks again for inviting me. Alright, thank you Ms. Max. So, ayun nga, our topic for today is all about heritage conservation. So, I would like like to ask you lang, as a student pursuing the field of architecture, what sparked your interest in heritage conservation? So, alam naman natin na it's a specific field architecture is. So, how did you get into that specific field? My interest started um, back when I was a kid because my grandfather would usually... Um, work on place and I would tag along as a kid and usually we would go to UP Diliman so I would see the old heritage buildings as as we know that the UP Diliman is a heritage campus and then we would also go to the CCP and watch place there so grabe yung impact siguro ng environment yung architectural buildings that I've been to when I was a kid. And later on in life, a friend tagged me along naman to Intramuros where I was awestruck in wonder. Wow. Ayun, very grabe yung nostalgia nung place. And then, I always recall na that was the moment of awakening na wow, ang ganda ng heritage. Ganyan. But at the time, I didn't even know what it was called na heritage conservation pala yung field na gusto kong i-pursue in the future. I just thought na, wow, I really want to work in UNESCO someday. Ganon. And then later on, to sustain 
that passion. I've been actively um, looking for opportunities in line with heritage conservation as a, as an architecture student. So through UAPSA, ganyan, sometimes I would sign up for these trainings as well since very limited lang naman din yung nasa curriculum natin with regards to history of architecture and heritage conservation. Ayan! Wow, Miss Max! Most architects are architecture students kasi they get into heritage conservation after taking their history of architecture classes, di ba? But it's interesting to know that ever since you were a child, you were really into this field, na. So, ayun lang. So, in line with that, uh, we all know that uh, you're already a practicing apprentice, di ba? Since you just graduated. So, as an apprentice naman in heritage conservation, what was your biggest struggle in dealing with the field? Well, sa mga naghahanap ng directly involved na heritage project kasi ang hirap maghanap kasi very few lang yung government agencies and non-government organizations na involved sa heritage and one of these are the Morris Administration as well as Arir the Foundation Inc. and yung kay Art Lico ayun dahil doon dahil nga um, uh, very young pa yung field natin sa heritage conservation so It's really hard to land and a directly architectural opportunity to professionalize in kahit na gusto natin na mag-work sa heritage conservation na line, 'di ba? But in reality, it's really hard. So, when you get the opportunity to to work in a heritage project like what I was involved in was yung Salaloma Cemetery, the church there. And I'm really fortunate to, alam mo yun, to be handpicked na mag-apprentice sa Escuela Talgir for that matter. And struggles, ano ka ba? Yun, I think it's really hard, like I've said. There really is, there really are a few opportunities, but um, we shouldn't stop na not to pursue it. Kasi, ayun, it's really worth, it's really, not really a thankless job, but parang delayed gratification yung mahukuha mo pag nag-heritage ka. Kasi it, it's not like uh, the other jobs na construction, ganyan, na everywhere and anywhere across the globe pwede kang ma-hire. But heritage kasi is you can serve your country by protecting your country's patrimony, di ba? While also parang fulfilling the the protection, ay parang the the safeguarding of passing this on to the next uh, generations. So, that's my thing. Yeah, so I guess nga, no, di pa nga talaga masyadong rinarecognize ang heritage conservation in our country. Which is sad, pero ayun, patuloy lang siguro talaga tayo sa mission natin to spread its importance. And, ayun, since nasabi mo nga, nga open, underlook ang field na ito, ang heritage conservation, compared to the other fields in architecture, such as construction and the like. So, What do you think is the most special thing in heritage conservation that makes it unique among other specializations? Yun yeah, bilang konti lang naman yung nagpo-pursue talaga ng heritage conservation. That makes it some kind of, parang it's brave to take on a career path na di mo alam na kung saan pupunta given the, the our current laws na hindi naman very heritage protection friendly diba because we're still working on that but it it's also 
parang very ano siya eh, very selfless so di ba sa UAPSA wow sa UAPSA um, we were taught na professionalism camaraderie and selfless service di ba and one of the things siguro as a leader that manifested through this na pag-apply sa heritage conservation field is that you get to serve selflessly na you don't care about money you don't care about the big name um you know um creating a name for yourself because all you want to do is to to work on things that are very important in a cultural aspect and in a social aspect, diba? We preserve our heritage, especially our buildings, if you're in the conservation field because it has value to society na, na gusto natin i, i, i continue to pass on into future generations, diba? So, ayun, that's what I think is special with conservation. Yes, I agree with you po, Ms. Mox, no? kasi pansin ko nga rin, with the advocates in terms of heritage conservation, they're really passionate talaga. Kasi, kasi nga, yung goal is really to preserve the culture, diba? Like, Philippine culture and the, the culture ng old architecture. So, ayun, I guess, makikita mo talaga ang passion and the advocates that we have. So, thank you for that, yeah. Ms. Max. And nasabi niyo rin po, Ms. Max, na currently, hindi nagpe-favor ang situation sa ating country sa heritage Sorry. conservation like the laws we have. <laughs> Ayun nga. And because of that, advocates or yung mga nagpa-practice sa field find many problems that come with it. So, with that po, in dealing with heritage sites, structures, and other architectural matters that need to be conserved, what do you think is the most important that needs to be given more attention in promulgating the call for heritage conservation? Since alam naman natin na sa architecture, matutunan ng talaga natin ang heritage if na-offeran tayo ng elective na inline talaga with heritage. But for some universities, di ba, kasi walang elective na ganun. So, what, we'll only learn it through uh, history of architecture and theory of architecture. So, one point, siguro, is to start off with education, educating the public what really heritage conservation is, breaking the stigma on what it should be, na hindi lang tayo nag-preserve or nag-restore ng mga structures to their original state because of aesthetic, diba? We uh, we conserve because of it, it has a purpose or it will have a new purpose. So, I think yung, yung general public knowledge when it comes to heritage isn't really that laganap. Well, laganap. <laughs> Pero ayun, parang if we start off with that by educating people day by day by being parang involved if we start by involving the community sa mga heritage projects it would be it would really go a long way kasi ayun nga um, I have a lot of friends na hindi alam kung ano ba yung heritage conservation and a lot of people in our LGUs ang dami na lang mga structures sa mga lugar nila but they don't know about heritage and they don't have the training to conserve or minsan action point na lang nila is to dem uh dem, parang ipademolition na lang yung yung heritage asset nila which is really wrong and sad but we always have an opportunity to do something about it so 
even if we think na one chat with someone by educating them kung ano ba talaga yung, yung ginagawa sa ganitong site, ganyan, is it good or is it bad, it could really go a long way. Kasi in this social media age, it's so easy to spread fake news and mis- misinformation, di ba? And parang ang isang structure ay binababoy na lamang when in fact, kinoconserve naman pala siya. So, given that, uh, by educating them, by making them understand the process of conservation easier in a palatable manner na hindi very academic lamang, mas magagrasp nung ng common people, even the people na very young and very old, di ba? So, it gets na na yung heritage conservation. To sum it up, I guess, we really lack in putting out science, our facts, our evidence-based knowledge, di ba? In a manner na mas maintindihan, mas comprehensible sa lahat. So, I think when we start there, when we lay down the fact in layman's term, rather, mas masasapuso nung tao kung, kung bakit tayo nagpo-conserve and bakit so importante na gawin. So, ayan. So, start off with education. That line really struck with me, no, Miss Max? Kasi, there are a lot of people na hindi rin naman talaga nila kasalanan na hindi nila nakikita ang importance ng heritage conservation, di ba? Kaya we need to yeah. really improve talaga the public knowledge in terms of the topic. So if nakikinig kayo sa podcast na ito and you really want to help in heritage conservation, then don't forget to try out dialogues with the people around you even if nasa RT fields nila or hindi. Di ba, Ms. Max? Yeah. <laughs> Pwede-pwede kayo makipagkwento sa kahit family or friends niyo tungkol sa topic para sila rin may inspire. And ayun, we will improve the public knowledge about heritage conservation. And of course, we have Miss Max here to talk with us more about the topic as someone in the field talaga. So, I want to ask Miss Max also, as an apprentice, what is your biggest discovery in covering heritage conservation? One of my biggest discoveries in heritage is that when I was assigned to do part of the condition survey for Laloma Cemetery Church, ayun, nagulat ako na ang dami palang sira, ng, iba-ibang sira ng bato. So, syempre, sa Laloma Cemetery kasi, limestone yung church. So, ang daming, iba yung method ni Escuela Talier kasi when it comes to preservation and conservation. So, what yung sa kanila kasi, yung approach nila is more on preventive maintenance, which is more on, more focused on making the structure more sound and more parang more capable to take on typhoons, earthquakes in the future. So, we just make it sound and more stable, ganyan. But also, while parang making sure na authentic pa rin yung structure. So, when we did the condition survey, um, ayun, to check mo yung biological growth niya, kung, kung saan dumadaan yung mga halaman, yung mga roots niya. So, while we romanticize, di ba, yung ganda ng Angkor Wat in Cambodia, hindi pala talaga okay na i-keep yung mga halaman sa na naggrow sa ano sa structure kasi what it does is parang nahahadlangan niya yung pagiging stable nung walls so for laloma there is there are a lot of branches na 
tumu- na pumasok na sa mga sa wall and then meron ng mga deposits of moisture deposits of yung mga lupa to nakaabot na din doon even if the in the wall is like three stories high I think and then ang dami din palang different kinds of cracks so pag step crack siya ibig sabihin sobrang hindi siya okay like need na ng intervention for that and then when it's just a uh, split type crack it's normal but pwede pa siya i-treat so ang daming ang daming problema sa conservation you really need to have the eye to assess the problem and the condition of the parts of the church or the site because hindi lahat hindi one one size fits all yung problem ah yung solution for for heritage so iba't iba talaga siya spite ah so bale site specific talaga yung intervention na iga na gagawin mo for every uh, conservation project. So, that's all. Alam niyo po, Ms. Max, I didn't know ganun pala talaga karaming problema that comes with yes. heritage conservation. And Complex also, talaga siya. Uh, uh, and also, I didn't know na there are a lot of kinds of cracks. No? Yes. <laughs> Ngayon ko lang rin alaman from you. So, ayun, siguro let's move to the present day naman since okay. ayun, heritage conservation is about history and all. So let's relate mm. it to the present day. Heritage conservation is often mishandled and shrugged when dealing with newer structures that will be erected. Ayan. What do you think do we lack as a community that we often disregard structures and sites that need preservation and importance? And I know this is a touchy topic, but as someone in the field, of course, we want to hear your opinions or your stances about this. Siguro, Jake, ano, no? Parang naisip ko with regards to this naman. As I've said earlier, yung education, we really lack in that area. But it's also not the public's fault na hindi, hindi transparent sa kanila yung well, yung gobyerno, di ba? Or kung sino mang private entity ang bumili nung, nung site na yun or nung property na yun. The problem really is the public react when it's too late, when it's up for demolition na. With this, parang we're all helpless. We can't do but reminisce. We can't do anything but be sad. And parang nag-rant na lang tayo. And then, nauulit siya na ang mangyayari is that the, when the next structure ang i-demolition naman, parang same lang mauulit na ano walang nagawa for it when we knew at first hand na it's endangered so what we should do really is we should treat or we should think of all structures as endangered especially with climate change leba grabe na yung 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 temperature natin ngayon so imagine yung mga ano yung mga structures natin dating back from the from baroque era from 1400s onwards grabe na yung pinagdaanan niya sa in terms of weathering in terms of na survive yung damages from the typhoons from the earthquakes di ba so dapat may talaga siyang intervention to sustain it in the future but ayun nga bilang very konte yung trained professionals natin and yung trained organizations natin as of the moment we really need more people in the government to lobby for the preservation of heritage hindi lang naman you know um 
people in the field can only do so much. Kahit na alam nila anong gagawin nila, we need partners pa rin to, to help us make things possible. Kasi syempre, all heritage projects need fund. Parang okay, so sige, may funding tayo. But pag finund yun for the the conservation of an asset, kailangan pa rin yung taong bayan gumamit nung face na yun. So, just like in architecture, di ba, we explain bakit ba need tong discipline na to, bakit ba kailangan mag-hire ng architect. It's because of our knowledge in this arena wherein we, it's people-centric. So, it's not just for some people but all people. So, for this to work, we really need um, everyone to, everyone on board na sumama sa heritage conservation, sumama sa architecture by first and foremost Diba? educating them what it really is. So when we uh, start with that and we get more people on board, mas maintindihan nila and mas magiging critical sila on are we doing this right? Are we building for the sake of everyone, not just chose, not just a chosen few? When that happens, we can say na, okay, we're one step ahead na. And, but it doesn't end there. Siyempre, kailangan masustain pa rin to in the next generations na proactive tayo when it comes to education and in community uh, involvement. Ayun. Yes, just like yung napag-usapan natin earlier, Ms. Max, no, na medyo kulang tayo in terms of education or instilling in the people the importance of heritage conservation. And I think very tama rin nung sinabi yeah. mo na nasa huli ang pagsisi. <laughs> Which ayun, hindi rin natin sila sabi-sabi for it, eh. <laughs> Mm-mm. Kaya guys, let's lobby for a better heritage conservation in our country. Kasi, this is our architecture, our culture, and dapat natin ito aalagaan. Pero, if di nyo masyadong sure paano, don't worry kasi advocates of the field like Ms. Max here are always willing to discuss with you. So don't hesitate to approach these advocates or this their organizations rather. So, as an advocate naman Ms. Max, what is your biggest learning? And how do you plan to advocate or share this knowledge with your fellow architecture students or those people who simply wish to pursue heritage conservation? Ito, um, siguro kasi I say this because I'm working in the culture and the art sector. Maybe if you if you wanted to pursue this track, it's okay to go, parang it's okay to take a different path from everyone else. If you're willing to try that, if you're willing to embark on that journey, hindi naman din talaga same yung track natin na. Kunwari, yung ibang people gusto nila mag-commercial and yung ibang people gusto nila mag-DRR, yung ibang gusto mag-heritage. So, I think you should stop comparing what track si ganyan, what track si ganito, but be open to the tracks that speak to your uh, yourself kung anong gusto mo talagang gawin for, this is for the architecture student but for heritage naman like I've said it's not really that easy pa as of the moment na people can directly get involved architectural project but you shouldn't stop or you shouldn't be afraid to, to take on this track if, kunwari, wala pang available na architectural um, opportunity. So, kung kunwari, let's say, may opportunity na mag-cultural mapping or there are ways to learn through online courses na in relation to heritage, 
take it kasi you won't know for a fact kailan magkakaroon ng opportunity sometime in the future na kailangan kanila so by being proactive now and learning about heritage preservation, why it's needed, ano yung mga technicalities niya, ano yung legal stuff niya, you know, it really goes a long way. So that's um one of the things na I want to tell everyone, I didn't come here, I didn't get at this point na without really reaching out to other organizations or other advocates who are involved. I wouldn't know the things I know now if I didn't do more research or if I didn't really get myself in there. So what we need talaga is more allies in the field and I hope more architecture students, more people from UAPSA join us. So in the future, it will be future that we share it, diba? Na wala na. Parang it's a selfless world. Although if that's ideal, at least it's it's for something, diba? We're fighting for something. And we would really have and we would we would really appreciate it if we could have everyone on board in conservation. Ayan. Ayan. Thank you, Ms. Max. Now, even for me, that was really inspiring, no? Like, our discussion today. Kaya, I'm sure you were also able to inspire a lot of other people listening to this podcast today. And before we wrap up our discussion today, Ms. Max, do you have anything that you would like to share pa to our dear listeners or anything that you would like them to subscribe to? Kahit anything that you would like to say to them. I've heard um, Espalatelier is having their next internship opening soon so if you can and if you want to please reach out and apply also some of my friends from Espel Atelier are having tours so Siriel he's from Renacimiento Manila so they have these tours around Manila focused on the different architectural heritage sites within Quiapo Pasig and Escolta so if you want to go there reach out to them also I was I went to a tour naman yesterday sa, sa Hubmake Lab in Escolta and it's really nice so really look for these opportunities where you can learn and experience our heritage structures so when you do also tell a friend na rin para you know the word goes out then and more people easily go into heritage. Ayon. Yes, guys. What if mag-apply kayo? Let's help our heritage, no? And there you have it. This ends our second episode of Pamana, Yop Salitaan Natcon 2022 special. And again, we would like to, of course, thank Miss Maxine Lumbera for being part this... Ah, sorry. Again, we would like to thank Ms. Maxine Lumbera for being part of this podcast and inspiring every listener out there. Don't forget to like and share this podcast to your Archie friends and follow us on our official social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Yopsa National and Haligi Publication on Facebook at Yopsa.Haligi Publication so you will be updated every time we upload a new podcast episode. You can also listen to our previous episodes of Yopsa Litaan Just search for Yop Salitan on Spotify. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in with us today. And again, this is your host, Jake Servasio from Yop Salitan, signing off. See you on our next episode. Thank you, guys. Thank you.